live? We're live. We are live. Back at it again with another one. 51. One. Yep, because guess what? We forgot about the last one. <laughs> we talked about it for like 48 episodes. In a I think we literally talked about how we were going to make the 50th episode a big deal. Arguably end up, arguably end the podcast yeah, in fifty for like at least twenty episodes, and then when it happened, we just completely forgot. And that's about perfect. It. That was perfect. So perfect. That was on brand. We didn't do it on purpose. We did not do it on purpose. We just straight up forgot, which is the ideal scenario for this podcast. But we're here to talk about sports. Here to talk about life. Episode fifty one. Do uh, we know fifty one of the Good Enough podcast? Do we know anyone? Yeah, athletes. Hold on. I can't think of anyone. Fifty one. What was uh? Had to be a center. I feel like there was a, a big man. For basketball, it's going to be weird. An off the bench. For football, it's going to be like center, an offensive lineman. A center, Jason Mawai. I don't think Jason. It was Jason Mawai. No, wasn't Jason Mawai number sixty nine? I don't know why I know nice. that. Because it was the cool. sex number. Yeah. I don't know how sixty nine staying power has been this strong, as like a joke number. Yeah, you like, figure eventually, like, we're... 69 was a laugh when we were, like, 11. Right, we're over 30 now. And it's, people are still getting still the kick like, out of yeah. Like, I get it. It's, it's funny. Are you looking up Jason Mawai's number? Here, you know what? Let me this is a up. great start to the pod. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, but, yeah, we straight up forgot 50. A lot of athletes with the number 50. We could have went on for a whole podcast naming athletes with the number 50. Yeah, 50 would have been fine. The Admiral, David Robinson. Ooh, Zach Randolph. Zebo. Um... Damn, actually, who else is there? <laughs> There's got to be more of 50. Was his name Jason Mawai? How do you print D- M-A-W-A-E. Center for the Jets slash Titans. Um, who else is number 50? I thought we had a lot more. His first name wasn't Jason. I think that's the problem. Did I just mess that up? Yeah, but that's okay. Kevin Mawai. Kevin. Fuck. But I knew who you were talking about when you said it. How did I get the harder last name forget the most basic first name? I think it was... That actually makes sense. You should remember the more unique one. Right. Um, yes, episode 51. Sean is feverishly Googling. I feel like no one... Just search for uh, Kevin Mawai... Well, J- now I have Kevin Mawai. Jets, and they'll just have his number. Number 68. That's not 51 at all. Or 69. Close was, to 69. one-off. Should we... We're two minutes and 30 seconds in. Do you think anyone wants to hear us talk about... No, no, no. Uh, wait till we get to episode 420, though. Nice! Yeah. Toke it up! Toke it up! We're gonna be like 53 years old. <laughs> at the rate we grow with this. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, here to talk about sports, talk about life. Uh, we, already, we already did that. We did that, I know, I know. But I'm just saying, what's been up? The weather has been... It's been a warm week or so? It's been hot as fuck, man. And as we say... On an almost yearly basis, thank God summer's ending. I'm ready for summer to be over. <laughs> thank God it's ending. Even though we have another like heat wave next week. But Yeah. Fall. We're we're a few weeks away from fall. It's I the would best say season. The best three season. weeks. I got, I'm not that guy even that's just like football and like wings and flannel shirt. No, I'm just like I just don't want to sweat. I do agree with the flannel shirts. The flannel I'm big on flannel. Flannel's fine. It's kinda itchy. I don't know. Maybe I don't have the right flannel. I've never been a flannel guy. I don't know how to look. I just like kind of like big plaid shirts. Well, since this is a fashion podcast now, um, oh, we could talk right. about yeah, the fashion boys talking fashion. It is like I mean, you know, I'm a white dude from upstate New York, so it just sort of part of your uniform. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, it's like the girls with Uggs in the North Face. I don't think girls wear Uggs anymore. They don't. What do they wear now? I don't think Uggs. What? All right. Here's what what I've been noticing. 
my eye, my pie in the sky, I whatever it's called. Pie uh, in the sky doesn't. That, no, that was actually wrong. It was eye in the sky, mm-hmm. um, which sounds creepier when I'm going to say what I'm going to say. But I think girls are wearing those like very flowy pants now. Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're kind of, kind of parachutey yeah. parachute pants, and like I don't know, is there a girl meeting? Because they're all wearing them. Everyone and also girls are very good at like group all things. of a sudden, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sheep. Yes, yeah, they are sheep. <laughs> like no, no offense to the ladies out there and the listeners. We very much appreciate you, and you, you basically guide of all, all of our lives. But you guys, fashion wise, are sheep. Everyone wears the same thing eventually. By the way, I didn't realize I'm going off a tangent off of your tangent. Let's do it. That's um, what this podcast is. Right, it's like Inception right mm-hmm. now. Um, whenever anyone calls somebody sheep, I know they probably voted for Donald Trump, and they probably <laughs> hate most minorities. <laughs> Fucking sheep. I'm like, yeah, probably a terrible person. I think the the like not progressive liberal alternative. But the right alternative is, I go with Lemming. Yeah, Lemming's good. Because uh, we're going to go on another tangent. We're going to keep diving deeper into Let's the Let's go with the inception of the inception. We have to go back all the way. we got to go back. We'll figure it out. It'll be like 45 minutes later, but we'll get there. Remember the game, Lemming? Yes, and it was a great game. <laughs> now that you think about it, it's kind of fucked up. It was fucked up. A lot of them died. A lot of them died for the grander cause. Right. Like, and you didn't know you were doing that. It was basically like, all right, you meaningless lives, your meaningless lives will just help me get to the next it level. It was, if, in many ways, if you look at it, because it was a pretty elementary game, it was like, kind of like one of those first, I wouldn't call it an RPG game, but it was like a, like this strategy, like, strategy, yeah. like you think computer about game. You like, the plan it out. You really had to plan it out. I like, loved that game. It was a great wow. game. It was a great game. Uh, the essence of that game, it was basically like, a lot of, yeah. Lives were lost. Game. Like, a lot due to your own error. Yeah. Because, again, it was strategy, and if you had a bad strategy, it was like, oh, we lost 30 of them. And they were just still piling up. They were still they, ready to fight. You had all these different tools you could use. Yep, you can dig. Shovel. Yep. And That's the only one I really remember, but I know there was, there was a, a catapult. There was a catapult. Obviously a catapult. That was important. But, yeah, kind of a fucked up game to have, like, little kids play. Like, oh, yeah, let me fight for my country, blah, blah, blah. And what, like, you could only have so many die every episode type of thing? Yeah, yeah level. Every level. Yeah. But, like, that was the amount the government was okay losing. Right. Before, because they were going to report a lower number of deaths. <laughs> Not to get too woke. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, we only lost three lemmings today. Uh, uh, actually, um, we did an independent study. We saw that 500 lemmings were dead. Uh, uh, I guess things got a little mixed up when we, Not to make an allegory To a certain commonwealth Attached to this country With misreported deaths But the point stands The point stands So back to flannel shirts so, no, 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 no Back to sheep Back to sheep My bad All Trump supporters Trump supporters yeah. So if you call someone a sheep Fuck you <laughs> Agreed Back to Uggs Back to Uggs Or no Back to group thought and women's clothing They're all wearing the flowy pants Yeah and I, all right, some of them look nice. They're nice pants, but like, there's a very small window of opportunity to wear those. I agree on that one. It's like it's not even that summery. It's not like I don't know. You're, you're not wearing that to the club because that's a more form-fitting thing. It's very much like to and from like the grocery store. I see your point. It's not like work appropriate. I don't know. You wouldn't go out with them. Yeah. You're really stuck in a weird situation. But I see them all the time. So yeah. I guess all these women are just coming or going to the grocery store. Not, not, shouldn't say that. <laughs> 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 R- rewind. Yeah. 
Coming and going. I'm not going to take it out. We're not going to take it out. can't take it out. But I, I go to the grocery store and like, I call them basically the, ver- the woman's version of sweatpants. It's basically what I'm wearing. But is, they're nice than sweatpants. They're nice. I mean, everything's nicer than what I wear that girls own. You have... Fashion sweatpants. Been dressing weirder and weirder, I would say, over the last like year Didn't and Didn't expect you to say that, but hit me. What does this mean? Well, it's like, basically every time I see you, you're wearing sweatpants. Well, this is, you see me on like very casual times. But I'll see you and it's like, oh, we're like going to, all right, we got dinner last weekend. You were not wearing sweatpants. I was Get wearing shorts. Yeah. And they look very nice. Thank you. All right. I wear sweat. We're at your apartment podcast and having a couple beers. This is a good sweatpants opportunity. Yeah. They're cozy. If we were going like, to the bar to grab dinner with our respective fiancés, I would change. That's I probably fair. wouldn't. You're In this exact right. scenario, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't go wouldn't home. Change. But I'd find a restaurant that allowed sweatpants. That's right. But, uh, all right, we're back. We're back to flannel shirts We're now. back. Whew. How long did that take? We're at nine minutes. So we, we haven't we talked about from, anything in this podcast we went from yet. from flannel shirts to women group thought to sheep to lemmings. To lemmings the game. To lemmings the game. Back to sheep. Back to women group thought on clothes. On clothes. To flannel. And that's why you guys listen to this podcast. Yeah. If you made it this ten minutes. Blow this, your fucking mind. You are... A power listener, because that's basically, in a nutshell, what the Good Enough Podcast is. We have topics. Trust me. Like, I actually come into this, like, telling Sean, like, we have a list of topics we want to get to, and we rarely get to even half of them. No. And, like, there's just some that go to the wayside. Obviously, we talked about, you know, the first thing, like, summer's ending, but, yeah, we probably won't get to some of these. But to talk about it now, just to get kicked off, controversial thing that happened this week, some guy that we, we both have listened to and laughed at, but also became a very problematic individual, uh, came back into the forefront of the comedy scene this week. His name's Louis C.K. He just kind of popped up at the comedy cellar. Just kind of appeared. What are your thoughts? I don't like it. They basically, I, I equated Louis C.K.'s comeback and like people reacting to it like, basically people are treating it like an athlete coming back from a torn ACL. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, he, he's done it. Like, he's healed up. He rehabbed a little bit. Now he's back and yeah, back to normal. So, I he was obviously going to come back eventually. I, my like assumption was like I bet he comes back in like a year and a half to two years. It was going to take a while. And it wasn't like, that long. No, it was like half a year ago. Yeah, it was like six seven months ago. Like my man, just chill at home. So the timing is a little weird, but I guess my counter to what I just said is, what does an extra True. Eight months do like does it really make no a one's gonna be happy to see him um like just because you put yourself in self-proclaimed exile doesn't make a difference and like you know his humor style too he's gonna like find a way to be like yeah i i took my dick oh, out he's in definitely front gonna of talk about it yeah i took my dick out in front of some women and he'll make a clever pun off of that and then people will laugh and he'll be like what the fuck and then it'll be like nothing happened and i'm like all right i don't know what the number is of the suspension and, like, what the wrongdoing, like, penalty should be. But it's got to be longer than, like, seven months, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I mean, and this has been the debate, sort of, is can you separate the art from the artist? And I know that... Uh, that comes that up a lot. Frame, or that exact sort of sentence has been used a lot, so I hate using it again. But well, it, it's a good way of putting it. Can you separate the art from the artist? And I think the answer is... Partially, yes. Yes. But then also partially, probably not, to know. I mean, as someone who just, like, recently created his wedding playlist, R. Kelly's on there. And you know what? (laughs) 
<laughs> I guarantee when R. Kelly comes on, I'm gonna be dancing. People are gonna be dancing. Everyone's gonna be dancing on the storm. No one's gonna be thinking about urine and right. underage like teens. Like multiple essentially sex slaves in different cities. One of the worst individuals I can think of off the top of my head. Some weird R. Kelly stories. Horrible there. person. Yeah. A horrendous person. And then it's like to go back to the Chappelle skit, like when they were talking about Michael Jackson, and he was just like he made thriller. <laughs> and everyone's like defense rest <laughs> and that's basically what R. Kelly like he made Ignition Ignition is just a great song Ignition remix is just it doesn't really matter when or where you're listening to it when you hear that song come on you're like yep. fuck that is a great song yep and I, and it, it's in like and it's also like this with like the Chris Browns of the world cause I remember like if, if Chris Brown was like I'm trying to think of a stock that you could have bought early and you knew it was going to hit a boom point and then it just crumbled. That was basically Chris Brown. Yeah. I put all my money into Chris Brown. You really liked Chris Brown. And like, we've talked about this. Yeah. 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 Took, put all my money into Chris Brown and then obviously everything happened. And I'm just like, well, I'm ethically broke now because right. I put everything into this guy. I thought he was the next thing to come up. And then he hits Rihanna. Like, aggressively hits Rihanna. I'm like, oh, I love Rihanna and this is scumbag shit. But those songs I liked before... What do you do with them? What do I do with them? What what comes with them? And that's kind of like this Louis C.K. situation. It's like, I've liked his stand-ups. I've enjoyed his very funny man. Like, I watched Pootie Tang. Probably the only person that likes Pootie Tang. You probably are one of the only people who like Pootie Tang. He was the writer of that movie, yeah. right? Does that mean I can't watch Pootie Tang anymore? It's fucked up. But I also feel like he shouldn't be coming into the comedy cellar and doing stand-up. I saw him at Pete's Coffee right across the street. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah you're the first sighting of... You had the first public sighting of Louis C.K. since. It wasn't the first, but it was... It was <laughs> Top yeah. five public sighting. You could have put I, that on Twitter or something. I wasn't 100% sure it was him. Like, I was in the coffee shop, and I'm like, man, I'm pretty sure that's Louis C.K. Like, I, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure that's Louis C.K. And then I walked out, and I'm like, I, what can I... And finally, I just looked up Louis C.K. Boston, Google imaged it, and that didn't even come up. What came up was like a more recent article about him like being photographed by paparazzi in New York City, and he was wearing like basically the exact same outfit. It was like, it was the Boston Celtics hat that gave it away. He was wearing a Celtics like bright yellow or bright green hat. Well, that's not a good look. And then, <laughs> For and then these New Balance shoes, and that's like all I really noticed. I'm like, oh, okay, that's interesting. And then. It was a picture of him basically wearing the same thing. I'm like, okay, that was trying to camouflage himself. He was definitely trying as to camouflage a himself. standard white male in Boston. Yeah. New Balance shoes and a Celtics hat. My yeah. God. But yeah, I don't. I feel weird about it. I don't know because again, like if he releases a stand up, like out of principle, I'm not going to watch it probably. Right. Treat him like I treat the Kanye situation, which we'll second to briefly. Yeah. But like his old stuff and like other things like. I still have some of his stand-ups, like, on my iPhone. Same. And they're... I still laugh. Yeah. I find a few of his bits, like, absolutely hilarious. He's one of the best comedians that's yeah. come around. And it's undeniable, but... Sarah doesn't like him. He, he, she finds him just way too, like, Understandable. Wow, that was depressing. He's... I mean, his show wasn't a comedy. Yeah, so we both saw his most recent show, or like his show from what? Oh, well, years I, ago? well, I meant his like TV oh, show. Oh, his TV show. That wasn't the con- but yes, also his like yeah his. Con- well, he came out in a hot abortion joke, not like a mild abortion. <laughs> that joke. That one was wild. A hot abortion joke. <laughs> wild, wild. 
I remember that specifically. Like he opened the show up. First words. I think he said, "So abor-. I think he said abortion." Yeah. That was his first word. And that's the type of comedian you're dealing with. But then when he takes that shit into real life, that fucked up life. That's the thing, because he like jokes about like jacking off all, all the time. time, all the time. And I'm like, yo. Now it's fucked up. Because like you assume in comedy there's a lot of like hyperbole and right BS. And right, exactly. People make jokes like that are clearly not meant to be taken seriously. And now, but it's, now like, it's like, oh, shit. everything you say, like, you're also on the brink of killing yourself, apparently, because all your jokes are depressing, too. Right. So, I don't know. But on the, the thing I alluded to before of the Kanye, canceling Kanye and not listening to Kanye and all that shit, he shockingly walked back his comments on racism or slavery and kind of racism um, and saying that he was wrong to say that and did not know that the backlash was going to be so bad. And he also apologized for wearing a MAGA hat. So, those are all things like he did actively. Like, no one held him at gunpoint. So, I'm kind of like, PR? Are you back on his side? No. I still haven't listened to EA. I haven't listened to it either. And don't want to, honestly. There's been no incentive for me to listen to EA. I'm not a big, um, more recent Kanye fan. I know you kind of like Life of Pablo. I like f- five songs on Life of Pablo. I like the first song on Life of Pablo with Chance the Rapper. Oh song. yeah, super uh, ultra yeah, light beam. Ultra light beam. That was more of a chant song in Kanye. Yeah, I like famous. I famous is stupid. It's like a it's a club song. I like the mixture of the club song, a mixture of like the you know lyrical song. I like the mix. I like the um, father stretch my hands, mm. part one. Yeah, not the one with designer, which was just not Kanye's song. Yeah, there's a few of those, but. uh I mean, Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy was basically the last, the last, top to bottom great album. Yeezus was god awful. You really hated Yeezus. Fuck Yeezus. I really liked the first like five songs of Yeezus. And I remember going through Yeezus and I was like, this is, this. oh, it's run its course. There's some bad lyrics in Yeezus. That's when, because he was good on yeah. uh, Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. And there's some lyrics where I'm like, that was a terrible rap. It got worse on Life of Pablo. Yeah. Like, he ruined... Like, Father Stretch My Hands, the beat was so good, and, like, everything else was so good, that, like, that was a 10, and his lyrics were, like, a 5, so it averaged, like, a 7.5, but that could have been a 10 song if he put effort into it. I mean, he's not trying anymore. That's what it comes across. Is that have have you seen his shit on Twitter? Have you he seen his Twitter show? No, 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 his shit on Twitter. Like, him, him tweeting. Oh, yeah. I have you seen his large, his large shoes? Yeah, so I <laughs> see that he just keeps making fun of his shoes now. Yeah, he's making large version slipper, large slipper version. He went to two chains' wedding in sandals and right. slides. But in like slides that didn't fit his feet. So yeah. Now he's making fun of the fact that they didn't fit his feet. And now he's making like size 100 shoes. But I think he's just doing it to like make fun of himself, but it's still kind of it's weird. It's weird because like when you get so rich and you have so much time and you don't really like your family, which I'm not excluding his kids, I just don't think he likes the Kardashian aspect, but it was good for his image. He's just bored. So he was like, all right, I'm going to come out and see what happens if I say something about slavery. Well, that didn't go well. <laughs> that was bad. I think he's a little crazy. <laughs> he's oh, a little. I remember watching, I was watching the, someone put something on Twitter again, like the H to the Izzo video with Jay-Z. And it showed like young Kanye. Like Kanye oh, that's right. Up in he's the video. in it because he produced that song. Yeah. And he's like popping up in it. And I'm like, that's a man, that's like a completely different human. Yeah. 
than the one we're seeing now. He has no idea what he's about to become. No, and he looked like a normal person. He was like dancing and smiling and like happy and like I made this beat and I'm like I care about this craft. And then like the guy he is now, I'm just like oh fuck this. But again, art artists. Like I'm not gonna hold Kanye to the same low standard of Louis C.K. for that. Mm. I mean he's just a crazy no. person. Yeah, there's he's done nothing categorically actually wrong. bad. Like you wear a MAGA hat. Whatever. You're a jackass. Fuck you. You can do whatever you want. I'm not going to be like, all right, you're the worst, and we'll not give you a second chance, or whatever that is. He apologized, and he did it through probably veiled tears or fake tears. But I'm going to be like, all right, I'll give you, I'll let you cook on this. I'm going to let you dig in this apology, make your big shoes, and probably still won't listen to any music you put out until it's like verified good by at least <laughs> like 300 peers and everyone on Twitter and everyone on Facebook. But I'm, I'm kind of... It's like a big... <laughs> big pool. It's like yeah. thousands of people say it's good. <laughs> because I mean, that's, your shit's been trash for a while. But uh, at the moment, I'm all right with Kanye. Like, I'm kind of neutral. I have no thoughts on Kanye. As opposed to, like, negative thoughts. I'm not... Yeah, I, I'm not going to be negative. I used to really like Kanye. Yeah. So. I did, too. Like, we, we all did. Yeah. That first concert. That $20. first concert. The Utica Odd. Brad Favre, Atlanta Falcons jersey. Fuck. Then a half and half. Uh, was that the half and half Carmelo jersey? No, it was all, an Eric Dickerson jersey. It was a Tim Duncan. Wake yep, Wake Forest. Forest. That was a good one. Some but fucking cool jersey. The Brett Favre one still shook me up. Still shakes me up to this day. Um, there was some weird. You know, it would be a sweet jersey. You won't get it. Carmelo Anthony Atlanta Hawks jersey. I would. <laughs> they sent it to him. Did they? Yeah, they were like, "Hey, gone but never forgotten." And they sent, like, the Twitter account said, like, we're shipping this to you. <laughs> and they sent him to Jersey. That's like the Rasheed Wallace Hawks jersey. Yeah. Remember that? He actually played. One game, 20 points. He, he did come in for one game and drop fucking buckets. <laughs> Didn't know any play. And I'm just chucking it. I used to, uh, my background on my computer, which is odd that this was my background for a long time, was Rasheed Wallace in that Atlanta Hawks game. This gives you a shade into Sean's personality and psyche. <laughs> As the White House's background, but to, when I hear that, I'm like, that's normal. But for anyone listening, this is this is who Sean is. It's like really bizarre. That's fine. That that'd be a great jersey. I mean, it'd be a, a conversation every time you wore it. Yeah. Be like, what? You remember Rasheed Wallace? We already we had, <laughs> I know we've talked about this. We had to. Have, it's 51 episodes. Yeah, of like all of the cool jerseys because I know I brought up the Arvidas Sabonis Russia jersey, oh, Soviet yes. Union jersey, yes, um, USSR. We talked about. Michael Jordan, 12? 12, number 12. And he lost his jersey. Yeah. There's Valentine's, no, num- there's no name on the back, though. Right. Because they didn't have a name. They couldn't stitch it. If I ever saw that fucking jersey, the amount of respect I would give that person would be like, A, where well, the, the fuck did you find this? Theoretically, you can get, like... I mean, I count custom as cheating. Like... The thing is, usually with... Cu- I guess you could put custom, and then you just backspace it so that no one puts a name in there. Yeah. Number but 12. But, like, you can cheat that one. It would cost you... A, I want someone it, it to pay really like cost two hundred bucks. Yeah, I want you to pay the, you know, less than market price for that jersey just because you found it in an exclusive spot, aka Etsy dot com. Now that but, um, <laughs> the jersey I actually kind of want, now that he just retired, is I kind of want a Manu Ginobili Ooh, Argentina jersey. You should get that. That would be pretty dope. It'd be a cool jersey. You should get a Spain jersey first, though. I could get a. I you would have to get a a Gasol. I was gonna say a Gasol jersey. or Rubio. Yeah. Well, Gasol, I think, means more to... Which one? He's been better. Oh, Powell's been better. I, I know, but I'm saying, like, 
Yeah. Does anyone know who, who's who by number? <laughs> I have no Gasol? idea. I wonder what numbers they wear for the... Yeah, because Mark is zero, right? Zero, zero? Double zero? I don't know. No, he's not... He might be number, like... I thought he was zero. I don't know what number he is. I'll check right now. Up, I remember up. I was in Spain when the FIBA games were there. This Damn. was, like... Three, four years ago, and this was like right. But they still, but they play. Spain was still, yeah. This was so like the FIBA games are every four years. No, but like I mean, what Gasol's playing? I know yeah. they like sometimes skipped them. This was like the sort of last chance that they were gonna win like a FIBA championship. They the last era of Spain. It's like the U.S. keeps winning, and tickets were like really expensive. Like I mean, it's so, Euro ball. Yeah, so I we did not go. Um, but it was <laughs> fucking cool. Did I you watch at a bar? I don't even remember if I watched it. No, I must have watched you it. You should have watched it at a bar. Either Mark one. Gasol. What number does he wear? He wears number 33. Whoops. 51? That's what I was What thinking. if he was 51? Powell's been wearing some wacky numbers. He usually like, wears 16. Does that's a wacky happen? number. It is a weird um, number. Speaking of uh, NBA and whatnot, uh, NBA's almost back, one. But uh, what's the deal with your, uh, your boy, Ben Simmons, shooting? There, there's... This whole like summer has basically has been highlight videos of guys working out, and which is weird. It's kind of weird. Like I remember like it, it when during the lockout year it made sense because it was like all right these guys have nowhere else to play. But now I'm getting a clip of like every guy, every Joe Schmo who's in the league doing a summer workout. And obviously I was like all right. The one I kind of really wanted was Ben Simmons because I was like all right you can't just dunk and lay up your way through a workout highlight video that someone else makes. And he hit some jump shots in it. Theory. Ben Simmons. Actually shooting with his wrong hand. And Number one overall pick, rookie of the year. I've heard this theory like a few... Like, you're not the first person. I'm not... No, I'm not, you know, breaking new ground here. Um, you're probably right. Is that bad? It's a little weird. <laughs> Is it... What's the deal with your, uh, your team? I'm <laughs> not worried about him. Like, Are you worried about him? I'm, I'm, I'm worried about your point guard, your, uh, your backup point guard. I'm glad they went for blue chip or bust as far as free agents that they didn't, you know, they probably could have signed a couple of people for like one year deals. I wish they, the one player I wish they brought back was Ilyasova. They might get him in the buyout again. Yeah. So he's the one guy where I was like, man, I wish they just brought him. Bellinelli, I liked him, but like they didn't have to bring him back. Ilyasova is the one that I wish they brought back. Yeah. A little um, bigger. I think it all, it's all on Fultz. Like if Fultz can end up being a good player. I mean, my dream of him... Oh, your dream. Like, what I would love for him to be in, say, two years. And, like, I'm going to say this. It's a pipe dream and a half coming. Yeah, and you're going to be like, you're just going to start laughing. Oh, boy, let's hear it. But if he could end up being sort of Thunder Harden in the next couple years... Ooh, we. Sixth man. Ooh, we. Plays combo guard. So he's going to... Future MVP. See, that's... No. And that's two hundred million dollar contract. Yeah, all right, shut the fuck up. Adidas. Yeah. Right. My God, doesn't know how to shoot. But my goal for him is yeah, essentially he doesn't start. But he's a he's like a super, monster off the bench. Yeah, and he plays both sub. guard positions. A super sub. And then if in a couple of years he can average sixteen to seven. I honestly hope that for him too, because like I don't want to see a player go out for like like fall because of this type of thing. Yeah. I want him to fall for like natural causes. Like, this is unnatural. This is something weird. I want him to be, like, just trash. Because I don't think Fultz is just trash. I don't think he is. I think he's athletic enough where... But I think he's just mentally, like, weird. 
Like, he's a weird dude. Speaking of mentally weird, and not to go in our standard inception, do you see Embiid's player tribune? I saw that it's a he, must read. I saw that he wrote one and then he wrote something. Yeah, but I My, haven't read it yet. Oh, uh, I'm not going to spoil it, but there are a couple cliff notes, like the thing, the things you'll see, in like before you click the article, he said he found out how to shoot by googling "shoot like a white person" <laughs> or "shoot basketball like a white person," and I was like. That's there's no flaw in that. There's no bad idea. There's no flaw in that. I grew up in the Bronx and literally none of us knew how to shoot. And I remember I was just like, man, Stockton, Mark Price, Brand Barry. Like thinking of literally that's what people would shout when they shoot threes. They're like, man, this is so far back. But John Stockton did it. And like then <laughs> like back then it was like Reggie Miller. I was like, man, Reggie Miller is literally the only, only black guy shooting threes. And obviously now it's like Steph Curry, Ray Allen. Yeah, now the top three. JJ's players. still holding it down. Well, I argue the three greatest three-point shooters of all time are probably Steph, Ray Allen, and... Clay Thompson. Clay, good point. And Reggie Miller. Probably in similar order. And I know yeah. some of them are going to have better percentages or obviously made threes, but yeah. those I feel like those two stats don't matter anymore. Yeah. No, and... Um, but it was actually a really introspective article... Or not article, whatever the Players Tribune things are. I mean, he's an interesting dude. He's a really. It was so funny. Like I, I want to know who actually. If he sat down and wrote that, he needs to be hired by like. A, I feel like usually those articles are. They're like, annotated by someone. Like yeah, exactly. But it's their voice. Like you can clearly tell right. it's them, and someone else like just dictates it. But he was. It was amazing. It, it was basically like, I was trash. I recognize I was trash. I didn't like just come up and be a phenom. And they like, oh, NBA for you. He's like, I was trash until I realized I wasn't trash, and it took me a while to like get to that next level. But all with funny anecdotes. He thought he thanked Kobe Bryant. He thanked Little Bow Wow. He thanked the sort of people. But I was just like, all right, this is a, a guy I want to root for. But then I'm like, oh, this is the Ben Simmons of the world, who's just like kind of a weirdo, like not weirdo as a person, but like weird basketball player, like doesn't shoot threes. Like, refuses to shoot with the correct hand, dates a Kardashian, Jenner, and then there's, like, faults. I'm like... It's a kind of a weird team from, like, a personality perspective. Like, obviously Embiid's super outgoing. Ben Simmons is pretty quiet. quiet. And Fultz is it's, quiet. They've put him in a goddamn box and yeah. don't let him speak to anyone. Um, it's an odd, from a personality standpoint, a weird team. I, I mean, everyone loves Embiid. Like, Embiid, like... If I had to have one player, I would have Simmons. I think he's probably... Wait, you, if you can pick one player to keep on the Sixers, you pick Simmons? Uh, yeah. I oh. oh. I don't even think that's that controversial. I think it is. I would pick Embiid in a heartbeat. I, but I like Embiid so much more. As, Embiid's as more unicorn than Simmons. Yeah, I, I, I think it's also what type of player I like, which is I like fun, flashy point cards. True. But Embiid's as fun and flashy as you can get out of a big man. These days. True. He's not a typical, like, he can back you down, but he also shoots way too much. Because right. you learn from white people. So many goddamn turnovers from him that it, like, really bothers me, but Hey, it's, it's fair. But, all right. Uh, moving forward, we'll switch the, uh, keep the topic on the NBA, but switch it a little bit. But just a quick little good enough podcast official goodbye to Manu Ginobili. Hey. Hey. That was just... a hell of a run from this guy. I love Manu Ginobili. I do too. I didn't realize how much I like loved him until he like officially retired, and I was like watching highlights of him. 
caught that fucking bat. He just caught he he caught a bat out of the air. Caught that bat. That doesn't get talked about enough. Like, no. Like he kept rocking his hair with that big ass ball spot in the middle. Yeah. Confident as a man, caught a bat midair. Had arguably the worst semifinals I've ever seen. Ooh, what was that? Twenty <laughs> thirteen. Yeah, it was the one the year before they won. Yeah. Um, and also just like def- created arguably the cheapest move in basketball, the Euro step. Eurostep's great. It's great. I mean, I define it as super cheap because it's it's a good move and it's legal, but it's just like it broke the game a little bit. It is. In a good way. I think he changed the game. Not just RIP to Mount Ginobili, but RIP to the Spurs. Spurs team. Oh. I mean, I think they'll be okay this year, but um, I still will every now and then go on YouTube and watch the 2014 oh, Spurs. Just like, it's probably the greatest team I've ever seen from basketball like basketball standpoint like were they the best team probably not they beat a better talented a more talented team exactly like destroyed them the things that they were doing the passes they were making to just like one touch passes like it It was was, called basketball porn that's what they called it yeah the ball didn't touch the ground on many possessions many possessions yeah they call it and I saw like the the beautiful game which is Stolen from the Brazilian national soccer team, but it still makes complete sense. It is that basketball was perfect. It was perfect basketball. I distinctly remember watching that final series, and I was like, "This team has LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, the height of their powers, and like very good subs, and they are getting the shit kicked out of them, beating the brakes off of them. Like they by, snuck one game in by Boris Diaw, Boris killing them. Yeah." Boris Diaw was like doing like eye fakes and head fakes that just had LeBron in a goddamn pretzel, and like Danny Green shot like eighty five percent from three. Yeah, Danny Green was awesome that series. He he was awesome those two years. And then it was like young Kawhi who was just like becoming who he is and just like shutting down LeBron. And it was crazy to like now that Tim Duncan's out of the league and like ah, he was kind of shitty towards the end of his career. Not shitty, but like his numbers are still. But man. The ball got to him in the post. He was zipping that thing around. He was he was an awesome, awesome big man passer, and like kind of kept that, that thing going. Yeah, he did not want like he wasn't the type that would just like get it, dribble seven times, fake, 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 go up. Right. He was like, get it. If he found a shot he wanted, he'd take it. If he didn't, he'd pass he, it within milliseconds. Yeah, and that was the offense. And I was just like, there's nothing this team can do about it. Three of the best athletes in the world. Arguably the best athlete of all time. Yeah. Had him head spinning. Like, I, want, I would love to hear LeBron's thoughts on that series and just how futile it was and how, like, powerless he felt. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. Like, that was, that you could have awesome. had two LeBrons on that court, and I don't think they would have done anything. It was just, it was the most, it was the best well-engined team I'd ever seen. It was so impressive. And then one day, Mono came into the gym and saw, like, DeMar DeRozan... Shooting twenty-one foot like, jumpers. No, fuck it. Exactly one step in front of the three-point line. He's like, I'm out. And he's like, nope. Save for me. I'm gonna be a family man. Demar Derozan's mid-range jumpers drove Mario Ginobili to be a family man. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine like, nah, I'm all set. He just like brought his bag into the gym and then picked it up and walked out. God damn. All right, moving forward. Speaking of which, I want to take this to another completely different direction. Sure. I want to take it to like a, a dark direction. Okay. Like eh, semi Black Mary, but the bees. I want to take this like we talked about it briefly before the pod, but I think there's bigger implications for this. 
The bees took over Times Square about a week ago. Are you like worried about it? What's your what are your well, thoughts on us? Do you remember when we were like concerned we were gonna eradicate all the bees? Yeah. And I was I like, think it's still like a it's still, yeah, it's not fixed or like even better by any means. But the fact that bees would leave and then like trees like, would get po- plants would get pollinated, oxygen levels drop, ozone right. fucked up, whatever. But climate change isn't real, right? Right. No. Um, but yeah, I think they. You don't just descend on Times Square. So what is your? You don't. You're, you're getting to a theory, and you're not there yet. They so mobile. Is, they're mobilizing. So you think this is their way of combating global warming is by going to killing us. So they know that we're the threat. And I think they were a little misguided because they were like, "We got to attack the hot dog cart. That'll right. get all the humans." That was. They don't know that much yet. They're bees, but it's a start. Or they're like, <laughs> they're like, <laughs> maybe next time it's not the hot dog cart. It's one of our big office buildings. There you go. And they're like, oh, all we gotta do to get inside is go inside this door, and then we just run the building. And the only thing they did to stop the bees in the hot dog cart, they had a vacuum. Vacuums can fuck bees up. That's actually true. <laughs> it was what I was like, <laughs> and they were just scooping bees up by the hundreds. <laughs> Granted, like, if you're one thing that can kill you is a vacuum, you're not, not that good. strong. And the fact that your attack leaves you dead, not good. But, I don't know, there's so many, like, if they're repopulating, like, I think they are, the rate that we're thinking of, because, like, the, as a world, we're trying to keep them around, they have us outnumbered. I got a question for you. I'm thinking about bugs a lot. You do like to think about bugs. Because they can just fuck us up, whenever. They, that's not true. Whatever. If they think, if something happened... And they got like a modicum of intelligence. It's over. That day. Maybe a week. Question. Hit me. <laughs> Do you want to be a beekeeper? I Any like, interest? I don't dislike bees. If I'm safe. I think they're very benevolent. I don't like... People mix up... Alright, can we talk about bees for a second? Can, for a real second? Hit me on bees. What are the ones that you see flying around that are kind of little and scary and kind of follow you around? Those aren't bees, right? Well, there's different types. There's like bees, wasps. What about the fluffy? The fluffy ones are bumblebees. Fluffy ones are like bumblebees. Those like those are the nicest bees in the game. Wasps are like kind of assholes. What are the ones you see more frequently? Are those wasps or bees? Probably wasps. Fuck. Maybe not. I don't know. I would live in a beekeeper place if there are bumblebees everywhere. I once they're so nice. I once Wikipedia beekeepers. Obviously. Obviously. What I do. You've Wikipedia everything. And I don't remember any of the details. But what I do remember I was how complex this job. Like I, I just really thought it was like, oh, he's like move bees from one place to yeah, another. Place. This is like a super easy job. Like it's like it's more like manual labor than anything. But they were like, there's like a a very precise science to it. And I was like, whoa, this is way over my fucking head. Wait. It was like, oh, you got to make sure that the queen bee, but the queen bee can't be this. And like, if there are too many queen bees, because then they'll start killing the other queen bees, and it's like it gets kind of weird. So you can't keep them in the same place. I forget. Are but they, I remember it got. What is hit. what does beekeeper pay? I don't. You can tell me it's either very little or very a lot. There's no middle ground. I wouldn't be surprised if there's like the beekeeper beekeepers and he's making like yeah I'm like I have like four point three billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I run a beekeeper conglomerate. Yeah, a lot of people think about like either getting into private equity or beekeeping <laughs> as like their financial security. Um, no, I, I I remember thinking about. I mean, when you're a little kid, I was like, all right, I don't fuck with these wasps or whatever, like the ones like that sting you multiple times. Those are wasps, right? Yeah. Yeah. Bees sting you and die. 
So, but I was like, bees are good, but it's just like a situation where like they get mixed up with these bad things. Well, I'm like, all right, I can actually live with bees and do this for a living. I think you should be a beekeeper. Is there like a class I can take within Boston? I don't think that that's like a thing. I don't think it's like trade school, you know? It's like, oh, become an auto mechanic. But like once a, a week? Beekeeper. Once a week from like six to ten? You could probably go to some sort of bee farm. Seminar? Yeah. Not in Boston, but somewhere. But this kind of goes tangentially to, not tangentially, like opposite of what I was trying to say about they're trying to fuck us up and kill us. Where I'm, I'm kind of pro bees. I'm anti most other bugs. Like I came, this kind of, I'm alluding to, came into my apartment the other day. You know, like when you turn on the light and you can like, you know, your, your eyes are a little like skewed because it was just dark. You turn on the light. And I saw something just dangling from the ceiling. And I was like, oh no. Troubling. Oh no. It was a large spider. I'm on the seventh floor. Where did he get, where did that spider? Where did that spider come from? How did he get in? And I looked at my dog, and the dog was just like, I, I don't know. That wasn't me. I, honestly, if I saw it, I would eat it. And I was like, I get that. Yeah, I appreciate you. But I was just like staring. It was like very high up. It was like at the ceiling, like dangling off. So I had to like literally jump on the couch and like swat. It was a situation. And let me be honest. I don't get too up close and personal. I'm a very distance guy. Yeah. I take like the cleaning spray and put it on. You know how like the cleaning spray has spray mode? And so you, you could switch the stream, where it's like a, a straight shot. That's what you did to the, the spider? Yeah, I missed several times. Um, With what, like Windex? It was like Lemon Scent, uh, Target brand, all-purpose cleaner. So I was like, if this connects, it's killing this shit. If it's all-purpose cleaner, and you're meant to clean everything, you have some poison in you. And I missed uh, about ten times. But then so, you got it. I was literally standing on my couch at probably, you know, 11.30 at night after walking the dog and I'm standing on my couch holding the spray at an angle just pointing it up in my ceiling and just rapid fire and I eventually got it but I didn't see where it landed and didn't see where it ended up so my point is yeah where is this going what if there are more there there, there are more for real in my apartment <laughs> No, I'm just like, I'm saying, what if there's like 15 of them, and they're like, oh, okay. That's how what it is. What is that weird old, like, wives tale of like, oh, you eat, you eat six. eight spiders a year. I know it all. Right. Which is obviously not true. How like, is it not true? Someone Why just fucking made that shit up one day. Did they get that? They probably didn't, because you can't really test that But one. what I'm saying is, how come these, mother- these motherfuckers could just kill us any day? Yeah, I'm scared. I'm officially scared. There are very few spiders that can kill you. I mean, if you get bit by the same, if you get bit by like a very weak venom spider, a hundred times. Have you ever looked up like the most like? It's in Australia, I bet. Or it's like the most <laughs> like painful bites, like insect bites. Is it in Australia? It's actually an ant. Oh, it's the fire. Is it like it's the? It's not the fire ant. I uh, think I looked at. It. It's like makes you want to like just jump off the a roof. pistol ant. I think. It's like a bullet. No, it's bullet ant. Bullet ant. It's literally. Thank you. Feels like a gunshot, right? Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> like, why? What's the purpose of that? It sounds not enjoyable. Have you seen that YouTube of that guy that just like gets bit by bugs? It's a terrible. I mean, he's probably making a shit ton of money. And that's right. With the bullet ant, there is a. I think before I even look at it, you know that I haven't looked at this. There is a Brazilian ritual. I saw the initial rights thing, and this is all coming back. A Brazilian ritual that they wear a glove, and inside the glove is woven bullet ants. 
that they somehow then, um, like, I forget if they freeze it or not. So they put him to sleep. And so then the person has to put the glove on. In the warmth from their hand, probably. And then eventually they awaken, and then they just fucking zap the fuck out of your hand. And that's How many are in the glove? Like, hundreds. And you just got How long do you keep the glove on? Got it. People of Brazil. (laughs) How long do you keep the glove on? The ants are first rendered unconscious by submerging them in in a natural sedative. What is wrong with this world? And then hundreds are then woven into gloves to... Made of leaves. Uh, Stingers facing inward. Perfect. When the ants become conscious, a boy slips the gloves onto his hands. The goal of the initiation rite is to keep five minutes. For five minutes. When finished, the boy's <laughs> hand and part of his arm are temporarily paralyzed because of the ant venom. Perfect. And he may shake uncontrollably for days. Good. <laughs> that sounds fine. That's <laughs> the only protection provided is a coating of charcoal on the hands, supposedly to confuse the ants... <laughs> Inhibit their stinging. Doesn't sound like it. To com- fully to fully complete the initiation, however, the boys must go through this ordeal a total of twenty <gasps> times over the course of several months or even years. Whoa! So you're. I love how they just tossed in like their arms paralyzed and shakes for the, days. The uncontrollable. Yeah, the shaking. What if like you come into work the next day and you're like, yeah, yeah, put on the glove last night, <laughs> arms just a shaking. <laughs> I'm fucked. Couldn't call out sick today, though. My God. Yeah, things like that. What if it was just like, oh, and whatever, in Brazil, the bullet ants decided to mobilize. They could fuck people up. And they know we all go to bed roughly 11 p.m., whatever time zone you're in. So you're, you're saying like, they're just going to come into your... At like your... 1 a.m., and they all just fuck... Oh, One million of them. Bullet ants the shit out of you. And they just go to your crib. And if they just... One glove can make your arm paralyzed... And make you shake uncontrollably for days. Yeah, if they all just rolled to your crib. And I'm just saying, like the bees are just the start of something. I'm not saying you know we're maybe we may experience it, but I'm saying our children. We might be onto something. Our grandkids are gonna get fucked up by bullet ants. Is all I'm saying. Maybe not bullet ants, but like because they're gonna evolve to the point where they're like we're getting uh, not to make this podcast so ominous as we typically do, but the Earth is just like seems like it's on its last legs. The way the shit's going. Like, we're... The ozone's oh. fucked up. The environment's this, fucked up. The ocean's fucked up. is gone within 30 years. <laughs> That's a short get time. Your, get your fun out now. That's a short time. <laughs> but, like... Why even have kids? Because our kids are not gonna... They're gonna die. Yeah, they're literally gonna be born and be like, yeah, why... They're gonna be like, why'd you give birth to me if you right. knew this was happening? Like, our kids are gonna listen to this podcast and be like, what the fuck? Is it weird that I've been thinking of, like, wow, we're, like really close to just fucked up shit in the next say 40 years oh yeah horrend like they people talk casually about islands just disappearing yeah um what are the maldives the maldives yeah like, go to the maldives now the, it's not gonna exist the like the governors of the maldives are going to other nations and be like, hey, can we buy some of your land? Because we're literally, like, within 20 years, we're not going to have a... Like, we're going to be gone. We're going to be gone. And people are talking nonchalantly about Nonchalantly. It. People are taking, like, planning vacations because, like, oh, it's people not going like, to be there. Global warming doesn't exist, yet there are literally island countries that are trying to find new land in yep. different countries. In Antarctica, they were like, oh, the largest, like, thickest ice caps ever finally broke off. They're, like, broken. First time ever. Cool. cool. Fine. That's fine. And there's like, yeah, let's keep this 
inseminating our our respective ladies and bringing in lives into this yeah, world. Yeah, uh, you know what? Why? It's selfish. And it's like, yeah, like, we're probably a sophisticated, like, a technologically advanced society where within, eh, 20 to 30 years, like, you know, terrorist groups could have nuclear weapons. Like, that's not even that crazy. No, you know what I mean? probably do already, to be honest. Quietly. Like, where anyone could have nuclear weapons. These things... The whole squad has nukes, basically. We're at that point. You know what we need to do? Uh-oh. Terraforming. Let's hear it. <laughs> Go on. Terraforming. I, I have a vague idea of what... Terraforming is this, like, uh, sci-fi idea where, essentially, Under- you can create, like, a, a ha- an inhabitable plant, planet habitable by essentially creating an ozone. So you would take Mars, and you would release, like, hydrogen and oxygen, whatever, and you basically create another Earth. Or you could even, like, put nuclear weapons there and blow them up that would release weird things. So you're saying we should launch atom bombs at Mars? Yeah. Is this... I see flaws. Um, no, 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 it doesn't make any sense. I'm in now. But it's basically, like, Earth's been around for billions of years. We haven't existed that long as humans, and we just fucked this whole thing up, and we're like, all right, it's time to move. Yeah. It's basically like moving to an apartment, like some, a landlord's apartment, like some, an owner's apartment, and just fucking it up and leaving it like three months later. So Sorry I, about that. What I'm saying, stop putting money in your 401k. Useless. <laughs> Max out your credit cards. And you need to save all of your money for a one-way ticket to Mars. Now, how many, how many, <laughs> how does this podcast get here? <laughs> but I agree. I, I, I very much Take that it. 20% penalty in your 401k and take that money out. <laughs> this is prudent. I will say, I normally wouldn't, I would say this, don't take financial advice on this podcast, but this is prudent. This is great <laughs> this advice. This is something you should write down. Put it in your take phone. Take that money, put it under your mattress. And bury that shit. And when the day comes, where they're saying you have a ticket to Mars, we're offering tickets to Mars for X amount. You hopefully, you probably won't have enough. <laughs> you likely won't have enough because your friend who has a four hundred one k and bought a house <laughs> probably has enough money to do it as well. Yep. Yep. There was a yeah. There's gonna be also. Oh, well, I flipped three houses and I actually have an extra four hundred thousand dollars. So fuck. Fuck. I should have. Damn it. Should have kept that four hundred one k alive. Damn it. I mean, this isn't, even though it's ridiculous sounding, mm-hmm. again, not to go back to the prophet that was Dave Chappelle, but he is quoted as saying, M-A-R-S, Mars, Mars bitches. bitches, Red Rocks, yay, yay. <laughs> Honestly, and Matt, Matt Damon, he did it. He did it. He made he potatoes. Fine. He made potatoes. He was there for almost, it was about a year. I read the book. The book's kind of weird. I watched part of the movie. Also weird. He was looking thin towards the end of the movie. He was making potatoes, though. He was making a, a shitload of potatoes. Which couldn't have been a good lifestyle. No. But uh, Mars didn't look too bad. I mean, get some shit there. Build on top of it. I'm, I'm down Get with a Mars. Chipotle. A couple movie theaters. A Top Golf. Mars is where it's at. A couple condos. Rent's gonna be probably high. It would be high. Would rent be high, Mars? So it's a larger. It's larger, right? There's more space. So there's more space. 
no water. And there's going to be less people there because yeah. most of them will die during this The crisis. transportation. Yeah. And they can't afford to leave the right. dying earth. So, so there's going to be less people. I have this weird feeling, but the problem is the only people who are there are the people who could afford to be there. But also these people aren't necessarily builders, if you will. So the habitat... Well, I think they're going to bring some like construction. top architect. Yeah. Hey, you got to bring yeah. It's the Noah's Ark concept. It's, it's, it's Noah's Ark. Bringing every good person of every field along. Do you think they'd bring you? I'm not in the top fifty percentile of Earth. I don't. Are you in the top fifty percentile of Earth? No. I think they're not bringing half. They're probably bringing no. five percent. So, no. If I'm not in the top fifty percentile, we're fucked. I'm like seventy percentile Earth. Shit. Your likes are turned on. Shit. Because they heard us. They know what we're talking Holy about. Holy shit. Agent Smith at the <laughs> at Langley is paranoid right now. Agent Smith is like, oh no. They're on to us. They know. If we say Area 51, do you, how long do you think Empty you out your 401k. <laughs> the aliens are real. The reason why... <laughs> you ever played that four, Area 51 game at the arcade? Accurate. Remember that Area 51 game? you seen that. Yeah. Arcade? Yeah. Completely accurate. You think that's a thing? It was completely accurate. It was one of the most accurate video games I've ever played. When you saw the movie Independence Day, were you like, this this is a thing? I was like, ready. I was amped. But were you like, this like this random place in the middle of the desert in Nevada, like they, they're holding alien life forms? Yep. Underground. Several stories. Yeah. There are aliens on this planet. Just gotta give it a cold, you know what I mean? <laughs> How have we killed aliens in movies thus far? <laughs> the common cold. Common cold. Water. Water. I water. about water. Yep, water. Shock. God forbid it rains. Um, Is it weird that I actually re- kind of enjoyed that movie? Well, that was signs, right? Yeah, that yeah. was signs. Water. Whoops. That was like his, like, what, fourth or third movie where it was like, all right, there's going to be... The jig is up, M. Night. The jig is up, yeah. <laughs> M. Night, we're not, we're not riding with you like we used to. Unbreakable. Great movie. That was a great movie. They're going to make a sequel called Mr. Glass. Ooh. I know. I'm um, in. Okay, keep going. Sorry. No, I'm trying to think. I was just like, the common cold, uh, water, straight beating the ass was yeah. Independence Day. Oh, I've got one for you. Did you ever see the movie Evolution starring David Duchovny? No, but I'm, <laughs> I'm intrigued. Oh, my God. Ooh, let's hear it. Is it X-Files, but hit a movie? Yeah, uh, it stars, hold on, I got this for you. Duchovny. David Duchovny. Sean William Scott. Stifler. Stifler. Dude! And the Make 7 Up Yours guy. That guy? Yeah. Whoa! They were in a movie with, I think it's Julianne Moore. <laughs> so this I is semi-legit. Like, I gotta Wikipedia this. And it, like, it's like a quasi-alien movie, but it's, like, obviously it's supposed to be taken as a comedy type of thing. Um, the 7-Up Yours guy threw me for a loop. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, him and Sean William Scott are in the movie. Yeah. Um, it's... Right? Yeah, it's him. Hold on. How did they kill the... So they killed him... Oh, I remember another one now, too. By, like, realizing that humans, like, they didn't like this element, and then three elements down, and since we... Basically, they killed him by using... The periodic table. Yeah, the periodic table, but then they realized what element was in it was head and shoulders. So they took a fire truck filled with head and shoulders and sprayed the oh. monster alien with it. God damn it. Yeah. I remember another one, Mars Attacks. Mars Attacks, great movie. Music. 
music. Remember they were playing like yeah, songs like as terrible, high, like yeah, 30s. old country or whatever? Killed them all. Made their heads Pierce explode. Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. Vivica Fox. Yeah. Ving Rhames. Some random people in that movie. It was a weird movie. Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett played a big role. Yeah. He was like the savior. That was a bad movie. <laughs> Starship Troopers, they just shot the shit out of him. Yeah. Very inefficient, like, way of going about Starship Troopers, which I think we've talked about in this podcast before. Starship first, Troopers. First. Talked about first booze, but we didn't talk about the actual... You know, it's weird. I know I've seen the movie, and I remember What's-Your-Face's boobs. I don't remember anything else about that movie. It took, them, it took like, 20 people to kill one bug. And I was just like, this doesn't seem right. And then it was very gory. Like, yeah. What's... Unnecessarily gory. What's the weird Scientology movie starring John Travolta that's like a space movie? Battleship oh, Earth? Battleship Galactica? No, Battleship... Or oh, Battle... Ba- no, no, you're right. Battlestar... Ba- yeah, Battle... Battlefield it was, Earth. It was deemed the worst movie. But, yeah, I think it's considered the worst movie of all time. Battlefield yeah. Earth. That and, like, Waterworld. And Geely. Water <laughs> yeah. I've still not yet to see... I realized we were going so many different places. This podcast right lost itself. Um, first have you ever seen Waterworld? No. Was it Kevin Costner? Just yeah. In a planet of water? Yeah. And that was really the name they came up with it? Yeah, I kind of want to see it. I've always wanted to see Waterworld. It was deemed very bad. It was deemed absolutely terrible. But apparently, they have like a ride, like a Waterworld ride at like Universal. That still exists, right? That like is like a huge attraction there. And they're just like, based off of that, they've made their money back. So. <laughs> We're making this movie as a catalyst for a amusement park ride. Just bear with the movie. It's, the money's going to come back in 20 years. But The whole idea of the movie is they try to find land, and Kevin Costner is some sort of, like, guild. Like, he's, like, evolved. Oh, he can right. swim in the water. He's yeah. Aquaman. Yeah. Essentially. But he'll bring dirt, and then he's like, where did you get this dirt? And then you find out that the last piece of land is just the top of Mount Everest. That's, that's the end of the movie. For some reason, I'm read about the movie but I've never seen it because it sounds oh, awesome god damn it are movies good <laughs> none, none of the movies we just described are movies in general good like we, I just like we just went over Battlestar Galactic or Battle- sorry, Battlefield Star- Earth yeah Waterworld don't don't handle Starship Troopers that was a good movie okay that's an important movie for all of us Evolution not a good movie Mars Attacks was it good probably not who's the director of Mars Attacks it's someone famous I don't know it's the guy who did Michael Edward Scissorhands. Oh, well, oh uh, Tim Burton. Tim Burton. He directed you. that? Yeah. That makes sense. They're it makes a lot looking, of sense. They're weird looking aliens. Uh, Independence Day was good. Independence Day is a great movie. Um, was it? We'll talk about that in another episode. Will we? No, no. Probably not. It's, like, it's, it's basically... I wanted to start doing that in this podcast. Do you ever, did you ever watch those X-Men cartoons? Like back in the day on Fox? Not really. I was never a big X-Men guy. They always did this thing that frustrated me, where it was like every episode was, you know, independent from yesterday, and it would always be like to be continued, and then the next day you watch and it'd be like, what the fuck? And it did that every episode. So I thought about it on this podcast, it'd be like, next time we'll talk about this, and we just don't talk about it. And <laughs> that sex perfectly. The well, next that's week. like it's uh, what's my call it? Um, what's that show that did that jokingly? Oh, was it Arrested Development? Oh, fuck, you're right. Arrested that was actually genius. Next on, <laughs> and it would never be the actual plot. <laughs> that was amazing. You're right. I completely just implanted that in my brain and stole it. All right, thank you for bringing that up. Otherwise, that would have been... Or we could still do it. It's a trope that's seldom used. It was, it was a really funny thing that they kept doing. That was so funny. 
Those first three seasons of that show were <laughs> really good. Amazing. I tried watching, uh, like, I'm in a Netflix rut, so I'm just like trying to find something, and I was just like, oh, let me. Uh... Did you do the new seasons or the old ones? I did. Uh, I I worked from middle of season three into the. I skipped season four, and I'm back into this new new season. It's better. It's not terrible. It's not terrible, but it's not the laughs of the. Everyone's too old. Yeah. I'm too washed. Like I'm not getting the same. Michael Sarah laughs that I used to. God. He used it, to be very funny. And it's the fact that, like, you look at that cast and I'm like, wow. It's just famous person after famous person. Monsters. Monsters. It was a monster cast. And um, what else was I was what else was I watching? Oh. Uh, I was watching Old Office. I've been watching Old Office. Everyone's been doing it. Yeah, and I'm, like, coming to conclusions of things I didn't have when I first watched the show. Like, it's popular opinion now that I see it, like, because I looked it up. I'm like, is everyone else feeling this way? Jim Hopper sucks. Is that popular? He's not as good as we thought he was. He's he's super down to stay in Scranton. Yeah. Which is weird. He keeps working for a paper company. He's very down to just keep doing that. He's, um, you know what sometimes annoys me about him is that he's like... Sort of engaged woman. True. I don't mind the, like, whatever. Roy wasn't a good, Roy wasn't a peach. Roy was not a peach. But, still... I remember, like, I watched some of the episodes, and I'm like, how the fuck did he just do that in the office? Like, that was that was a bold move. Jim. Yeah. They, it was a, Sometimes not, he's too snarky. His, like, faces are like, do I like Jim? I like Jim the first run around. He's kind of a dick sometimes. Jim's a dick. He's kind of a nat. Like, I understand Dwight's his own thing, but you don't got to be that mean sometimes. But right. I don't know. I'm out on Jim. I'm, I'm very much into... Um, more into Creed. I didn't understand the Creed the first time, uh, Creed jokes the first time I watched as much as I do now. But I'm heavily into Creed. Now. Creed's Creed's an odd deck. He gets one line a episode. Yeah. But like those one lines that like in two thousand five when I was watching it, I was like, What? <laughs> Twenty eighteen, I'm like, oh shit. Creed's going through some shit. I wouldn't fuck with Creed. I wouldn't fuck with Creed. Creed's killed and he'll kill again. I for, so I started watching it again too and I like I forget how awkward it is sometimes. Like oh, uncomfortable. Oh, you just itch your, you just like crawl on your own skin. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of those, especially the first few seasons where it's like, they started making um, Michael Scott into like a good character, like by the end. But earlier. But like the first three seasons, he's, he's so uncomfortable. He's the worst human of all time. <laughs> right. He's oh, he's basically like sexist, racist, uh, right. stupid, um, terrible. Like like not as good at his job. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think that was part of it. Like, Steve Carell just killed it. He just... I mean, he was perfect. He's... Yeah. But, yeah. That's all I got for stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we were going to talk about the NFL. We're oh, shit. In. Let's do it. A little bit. Let's do this. Let's, why not? We, yeah, I got... We got no... People still listen. Oh, speaking of NFL, people are still emailing us about fantasy. Requesting money from Venmo? In Mineola. You gotta see this email. <laughs> Once I collect the money, I'll buy it from a local place in Mineola and send a pick. It's a gold plate with gemstones. So that's the that's our championship trophy this year. I'm giving up my um, it's commissioner. Gold oh yeah, Sean is stepping up or stepping down because I'm so bad at it. I didn't, we didn't want to say that, but it's true. I've I've fucked up multiple drafts. We didn't want to say that, but it's true. You you weren't your commissioner skills. We're on a negative correlation. It's fine. Like, as years went on and your skills, 
Soon you realize how annoying it is to be a commissioner. Because there's just always one to two people Make your life who won't well. shut the fuck up. Is it me? No. At PPR! Auction! Something fun stuff like that. I know. That's league changing. But uh, uh, football is coming back. How do you feel about your Jets? Better. Not Sam, good, but... Sam. Sam Darnold actually looks like a player. Like, it, it's more than I've been able to say about past quarterbacks. The McCowns, the Sanchez, the, like... They just got a third-round draft pick for Bridgewater. Which was a good pick. Or, yeah. I mean, he was a one-year... Had him on the team for, like, two months. He's basically $500,000. Like, basically, I traded that for a third-round pick. And, honestly, I like what the rest of the team is. Like, some issues on the defense. Like, I hate our defensive backs. Uh, linebackers. D-line, okay. I mean, this isn't a good team. This is, like... But if you can... It's a fine team. It's, but like, six... Six wins. But next. if you can think about this team as like a building, the Eagles right when they drafted Wentz, where you're like, oh, okay, we got some players here. There's something happening. But I don't, there's no like studs. Like Darnold might be it, and like Jamal Adams maybe, Leonard Williams maybe. Leonard Williams is when yeah, and when it's your D tackle, it's kind of weird. But at the same time, when that year when the Eagles were what six and ten with Wentz, our best player was a Fletcher Cox at defensive tackle. But I mean, like Robbie Anderson, the receiver, he had a really good year last year, but he's not good. No. Jermaine Curse. I don't like Jermaine Curse. Austin Safarian Jenkins. Not good. Bilal Powell. Isaiah Crowell. Some, These are like... <laughs> some bad players. They're not good. Defense, like... Our corners are like... What's they do down to the Cowboys that we they got rid of? Oh, yeah. We got him. <laughs> Oh, Claiborne. Maurice Claiborne. Maurice Claiborne. Who was like a fifth pick overall. Who just has been bad. Remember Lee Milner? D. Milner. D. Milner, sorry. Number nine overall. Then he just broke. They put they drafted him and he was like, Yeah, he has a torn shoulder and a broken ankle. Well they drafted him after they traded uh what's Revis. Revis. Or got rid of Revis. Yeah, he was the Revis replacement. Didn't play like two games. Terrible. He's been out of the league. All right, so the Jets are going to be all right. Hey, Eagles, everyone's hurt. Seems everyone's like... hurt. They, they're making me nervous. A lot of people are, like, penciling them in. Like, oh, yeah, they'll be fine. Just because they won the Super Bowl, but it's Wentz not that easy. Back. He'll be back. Uh, He's definitely not going to play week one, which is fine. Is it a definite? I think it's almost definite. Like, he still hasn't been cleared for contact. It seems crazy to Just clear someone for contact and then, like, four days later be like, hey, why don't you play? Yeah, I would play him. Nick Foles has been looking a little rough. Looking bad. <laughs> not good. Elshon Jeffrey not playing. Jay Dye apparently a little banged up. But, hey, Some issues. If there was a situation where it was like, Nick Foles, you have X amount of power left. When do you want to use it? And he just decided to use it all last playoffs? That's fine. You'd be fine with that. He has Hon- nothing left. <laughs> Honestly, I think the Eagles are going to make the playoffs. They should be all right. But are you worried for about- some reason things just went to shit this year, I would be like, that's fine. I mean, you have a mulligan year. year. You had a mulligan year. Probably mulligan three years, honestly. I think they'll be fine, though. They still have a pretty strong team. I mean, Carson sh- Wentz is elite. Yeah. Like when he's playing. Or healthy, I mean. And then, uh, are you worried about your division? Uh, like, the Giants got better. I'm, uh, the so Redskins, Alex Smith. I'm always a... Uh, I'm Dallas got worse. pretty big believer that the Redskins will always suck. They always <laughs> prove me right. There's been one... There's been two years over the last... 10 years where they've been decent. One was the RG3 year. The other was like the second year Kirk, Kirk Cousins was good. But like Dan Snyder's such a bad owner that I just assume we'll fuck shit up. That's true. It's the Knicks thought process too. 
Um, they actually seem okay, though, so maybe I'm wrong. I mean, Alex Smith is like, he can't be bad, bad. Right. His style. It's he, impossible for him to be bad. <laughs> it's possible for him to be good. Um, he just I, stays in the middle. I think the Cowboys probably won't be good. I kind of like worse. Dak. Who's their receivers? No one. Cole Beasley? I'm like, for some reason, I'm a Dak believer. I don't know why. Zeke. I mean, their O-line's hurt. Some it's people. not good. Used to be awesome. That was like their premier in the NFL. Yeah. And then the Giants are one of those weird teams where I have a feeling... They could be good or bad. They have studs. I feel like this year they might be all right. I think it's going to come crashing down on them eventually. Just, I don't know why I feel that way. I mean, Uh, they're kind of like... They're kind of like Steelers-esque a little bit. Just the way their offense is built. Right. Like old, lumbering QB... Like, and then, like, like awesome, receiver, awesome running back. position players. And defense is, like, a couple, like, they're led by Landon Collins and... No one else. They all, whatever his name, Oliver, Oliver Vernon, Olivier Vernon. I saw that he was, well, they were worried he was going to be injured, but he's fine now. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they kind of, they're, like, a poorly, a more poor run Steelers, in my opinion. So, because this is probably going to be our last pod before the season starts. Eight divisions. It's we've been doing this for an hour eight now. In the next four minutes, we're gonna next pick two, division winners. Next two minutes, we're gonna pick division winners. Well, we're gonna remember these and see who did better. Okay, we're doing the Simmons Sal situation type thing. I guess it's a little Simmons Sal. Is that bad? Should we no, not do this? No, it's way more janky than theirs, which I appreciate. And this um, is pretty janky. All right, so AFC East, Pats. <laughs> I'm yeah. just gonna Yes, Patriots. Alright, AFC South. Honestly, I'll say I don't wanna say Texans, but I'll say Tennessee Titans. You know, I was gonna take the Titans too. If they run like a a spread like option offense, I could see them being dirty. And I think they're going to. There's a, it's a good division, sneaky. Yeah. Like Colts may be the worst in that division. I want I didn't want to pick Jacksonville because like like I'm a little weary of them. I'll, I'm going to mix it up and I'll take the Texans. If okay. you were going to take the Texans, I was going to take, take the Titans. And I'll take the Texans. Okay, this. Titans. Remember that. All right, so AFC North. AFC North. Steelers. Yeah, I'm just going to go Steelers too. And then AFC West. Actually, AFC North. No, do it. Okay. You want to do it. <laughs> you just want to pick the Browns. The Cleveland football Browns. I do it. Let's go. I'm watching a lot of hard knocks. I like that too. I heard they're not exactly. They're like, wow, the coaching staff looks fucking terrible by watching this. They do. They're good players though. They're terribly coached. They they're, also didn't want to practice. They're not ready. Have you not been watching? To, no. Oh, I you gotta dive in. It's a good season. I stopped watching. Um, yeah. The Ram season. Oh, you just stopped. Watching. I think I honestly think the last year I really watched it was the Jet season. Because it was too good. That was too good. It was, was like the it ideal. ended on a perfect note. I'm like, why even? That it was good. never reached. The Ram season was kind of iffy. I don't remember some of the past seasons. This season is good. I'm enjoying it. It's like good personality. I don't know. Good, good guys. Baker Mayfield's cool. So. Baker Mayfield, I, I'm kind of a believer. He's good. Yeah. He can ball. Um, and Tyrod's good. Tyrod's a good guy, too. So it's yeah. like a weird situation. But they have too much talent. A rare situation. So you're taking the Browns? Doing the Cleveland football Browns. Yeah, let's do it. All right. That's my weird pick. I'm not going to do weird anymore. So we're in the NFC now? No, we're at AFC West. Oh, AFC West now. Chargers. All right. Well, I'll go to the Chiefs then. I'm a big Andy Reid supporter. You big Mahomes guy? 
We'll see. I mean, I feel like he's he has potential to throw. He threw a ninety-eight yard whatever yeah. that pass was. So he has potential game. to throw eighteen interceptions this year. He probably yeah. It's gonna be like one of those, you know, thirty-five touchdown, twenty-two interception, twenty-four interception. Thirty-five would be a lot of touchdowns though. So. But I feel like yeah, he'll be good. I think he's gonna be good fantasy wise. I don't think he's gonna be good player wise. Not yet. Yeah. All right, NFC East. I'm gonna take the Eagles because I have to. Uh. Giants. Okay. So I hope my, my guy. Your guy. Turns out okay. Saquon. All right. Uh, NFC North. Minnesota. I'll Minnesota. take the pack. I mean, I think depends the, on how healthy he is. Yeah. Um, I think there's going to be some fun Packers Vikings games this year. That'll be, that'll be the, some of the better games of the season. Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah. NFC South. Ugh. Some pretty good teams there. I'll take the Falcons. I think they're going to kind of rebound. Oh, contra Saints. We're just purposely like. I, I actually believe the Saints. I actually like the Saints too. They'll. You know what? Fuck! I'm taking the Saints too. I really like the Saints. Okay. All right. I just knew you were going to take the Saints. I like. I mean, studs everywhere. Their defense is actually good. Now that's been their issue for like the last four years. And finally, NFC West. Do we have to take the Rams? I want. I'm thinking of like who else. Jimmy G did go on a date with a porn star. He did. He did that. I'm not quite... I'm down on the Seahawks right now. I'm down on them. I, lo- I love Russ. I don't know why. What's the other team there? The Cardinals were also going to be oh, terrible. Oh, fuck them. Yeah. I'm just going to go Rams. Just do it. Just join me. Give me the Rams, yeah. Okay. Todd Gurley gets 600 carries this year. He All right, we'll guy. remember this. All right. Hey, we won't. <laughs> but we'll never talk about this again. This will never get addressed. Like episode fifty didn't get addressed. Um, but it'll be ideal if we bring it up in January. If we somehow bring them, bring this up in January, what if one of us goes eight for eight? That'd be pretty impressive. And we'll just think about how much money we could have made if we bet Vegas. Hey, you know what we can bet? Harris Casino in New Orleans. Should we do this next month? I'll do the bet. Okay. Do they Why have fruit wheel there? They have everything there. Okay. It's horrible, but it's awesome. All right. We'll talk about the bachelor party next uh, Yeah, next, next episode. up we'll talk about bachelor party. All right, guys. Love you. Bye.